DW the 77 percent Hello and welcome to another edition of the 77% show on DW Africa. On this program, we give young Africans a voice to discuss topical issues affecting their day-to-day lives. I am Isaac Kanleji in Accra, Ghana. The focus of today's show is youth in agriculture. We will seek to know why many young people aren't involved in the sector. I will not make a career in agriculture because agriculture is maybe for people who have not succeeded in life. I want to do agriculture because it's very profitable and the produce from your farm, you enjoy it more than the one that you buy in the market. Four young Ghanaians are joining me shortly to dissect the topic. But before that, let's head to our studio in Bonn, Germany, where my colleague Mimi Mefu is standing by. Good day to you, Isaac, and a warm welcome to everyone on the 77% show the platform for young Africans. Our focus today is what their thoughts are about agriculture and would they want to take it as a career? Please feel free to share your thoughts on our Facebook page, DW Africa. In Africa, 20% of the population is aged between 15 and 24 years and a large majority lives in rural areas. Despite constituting 37% of the working age population, youth in these communities who are attached to agriculture for subsistence are disadvantaged. This is because consideration of the youth as future farmers in Africa has not received the attention it deserves. But what are the views of Africans about taking agriculture as a career, especially the younger generation? Here are reactions of some young people in Bamenda, the capital of the northwest region of Cameroon. I will not make a career in agriculture because we notice that most people in our contemporary society have really focused on agriculture. And agriculture is maybe for people who have not succeeded in life or who are settling in the rural areas. I want to do agriculture because it's very profitable. And the produce from your farm, you enjoy it more than the one that you buy in the market. Because the one from your farm, you are very sure that there is no excess fertilizer and things like that. But the one from the market, you can never be sure. I will be happy and they too will be happy because agriculture has a lot of profit in it. It's when you do agriculture, you you serve people and why not to gain a lot and you nourish your body as well. Yes, I would like to make a career in agriculture after graduation. This is because I'm someone who loves agriculture very much and it's not only for home consumption. It will give me a lot of income. We realize that many countries out there, they need something to feed on. So when I do agriculture, I can use it for, for export. I export the goods I produce and it will bring me income. Now, if I'm doing something as a part-time that does not really bring me income, I can benefit from my agricultural products because I'll use them in my home for consumption. Those were the reactions of some young Cameroonians. So where does the responsibility for giving agriculture adequate attention lie? Is it with the farmers themselves, politicians, or the past that be? It's time for a debate. Let's head to Ghana, where Isaac Kaleji is standing by with his guests. Hello, Isaac. 
Thanks, Mimi, and let me introduce my guest here for this debate on agriculture and young people. Felix Apia is a farmer and adopts modern technology in farming. Adido Lapo Alabi is also a smallholder farmer. Gilbert Adentry is a student. And Charles Nyaba is with the Peasant Farmers Association, an NGO advocating for Ghanaian farmers. Let me start first with you, Adedo Lapo. How did you get into farming? So I did agriculture for my first degree, and then I majored in agribusiness for a master's. And then I thought to myself, well, you have the theory. Why don't you try out the practical? And that's how I, I sort of stumbled into it. And how has it been for you so far, being a farmer, a young person as well? It has been interesting. I must say it's quite different from what is in the books. You know, what I studied in school, not too much of a deviation, but you realize that the practical aspect of it is not as, you know, portrayed or fully portrayed in the books. So, of course, there are good things about agriculture. It's um, profitable. And, of course, there are the challenges as well. What really attracted you? Because I read about it in school, definitely played a part. And also, I definitely wanted to try my hands on it because, of course, I knew how profitable it could be. But then I also understood that there were challenges. So I thought I would go see for myself. Yeah. Felix, how did you get into farming? I got into farming as a necessity, you know, because after school, I was also looking for a lucrative job. And then I found out that there was a new type of farming, which was contract farming that our farmers, uh, old farmers sort of are uh, using the old technology, did not actually know about those type of farming. So I said, as a new person that I know a little bit of technology, I could go into that space and do exceptionally well because that is basically a field that they would not really be interested in. So what kind of technology do you um, use in your farming? Okay, we adopt uh, drones and sensors. So like soil moisture sensors that will tell you that there's no or the soil moisture has dropped to x number and then you can pull in the drip systems and let them start working we also do drones where we use drones to fumigate and also apply pesticides which is precise it actually does about 10 hectares in an hour because we do about 16 liter drone type which can fly and do all your fumigation and pesticide application within an hour and it will actually do 10 hectares whilst the local type you know one person can do less than an acre in a day you think that the use of technology was one of the major factors that got you into it yes so being honest i'm also like i said i'm uh, i'm into technology i love new trends and i love something that is wow you know like flashy like all other youth we see things that are new and want to get into it but farming was stagnant it was remaining the same old dinosaur that it was you know and then people especially the youth did not really feel the the vibe sort of to go into farming and then that drew drew me in a bit but also i was looking at the prospects because you know i saw that this could be a game changer give us enough capital to have a lot of impact on our peers on our families and even the environment as a whole and so far how has it been for you felix in terms of going into farming as a young person and this has actually helped uh open a lot of doors you know for us and we've also through that opened a lot of doors for other people gilbert you're currently in school share with me whether it has come up in your mind thinking around agriculture that after school you may want to get into farming 
personally, I've never had that thought before of um, going into farming. It's not something I have interest in. It's not something I have passion for. My focus is somewhere else. And when you look from afar, how do you see farming in, in Ghana or in Africa? When you talk about farming, it's only about using uh, these uh, traditional tools. I think if we employ new ways or new strategies of going about the whole farming process, using new technologies to be very attractive to people because in these modern times, nobody will want to go to the farm and it's all about the cutlass, the hoe, and all these traditional tools. Just, just share with us, um, are we having enough young people getting involved in agri? No. You know, in Ghana, one of the major constraints Facing the economy has to do with uh, jobs for young people, especially graduates. Most of them complete, even those who did agric at the tertiary level, are not interested in taking agric as a career activity. This is because of the challenges that they perceive in the sector and then the rudimentary nature of agriculture itself. And major among the risks has to do with climate risks. The climate has changed. The rains that we used to have for more than six months now come only three to four months and it stopped. For you, Charles, you think that that aspect of technology, doing things in a modernized way, could be the catalyst to get many young people into the sector? It is the way to go because, you see, if you look at the way our forefathers used to farm, no young person would like to go into farming with that approach. You are still listening to the 77% debate on youth in agriculture in Africa, and today's topic is coming to you from Accra, Ghana. I am Isaac Kanleji. Still to come, we will be finding out if governments are doing enough to get and support young people in the sector and how best to motivate young people in farming. But before that, we return to Mimi in the studio in Bonn. Quite interesting to hear from some young Africans about agriculture. If you have an opinion to share, please head on to our Facebook page, DW Africa. Now to Zimbabwe, which is witnessing a growing movement of young people who are taking farming as a viable career option, a profession which was once viewed as preserved for the older generation. The emerging farmers are coming from other professions such as political science, finance, or even economics. From Harare, the capital of Zimbabwe, DW's privileged Mushaniri provides some of the young farmers. <laughs> It's early morning at this family homestead in Mondoro, about 150 kilometers southwest of Zimbabwe's capital, Harare. 26-year-old Terence Maposa, a political scientist and now an indigenous breeds chicken farmer, is feeding his chickens. Terence makes on average 400 US dollars weekly through the sale of chicks that he breeds from a flock of about 500 chickens. Though he did not have any experience in agriculture, Terence has become a big motivator for young Zimbabweans who often find it difficult to secure jobs in their trained professions. Farming is, um, is a profession that I had to think through for a very long time for me to get to where I am right now. As a young man, you need something solid. You need a solid financial base because I have a great future ahead.
a great future in agriculture is what several other young people have also sought after. Young people like 26-year-old Tinofara Manase, a business management graduate, and Wazanai Manyore, a master's in agriculture, have settled well and see a great future if the current movement is sustained. The Zimbabwean agricultural sector driven by young people will definitely transform. A lot of young people are into technology now. There's a lot of drone technology on farms and a, a lot of young people are the ones leading this. We are, we're the ones learning about this. And if we're given the chance, we could grow the industry and innovate the industry. The future of Zimbabwe in agriculture is safe. Well, what is motivating us, especially female farmers, is unemployment. The failure to secure a job in the big city in Harare, there's the only answer where you can be self-sustainable through agriculture. I'm not going to lie, agriculture is very rewarding. The emerging young farmers in Zimbabwe have formed a strong community through farming clubs across the country. There exists a network of more than 6,000 young farmers who are connected through various digital platforms. Philip Sewera, the chief executive officer of the Zimbabwe Young Farmers Clubs, charged with organizing the network, explains the motives behind the movement. There's great need and great energy amongst the youth. For the past few years, we've been working on showing the youth that there's profit in putting your energy into agriculture. The greatest opportunities will be found in agriculture. So we've got these young people who are graduates and who have studied various professions, but now they're beginning to link what they know to agriculture. Zimbabwe's early 2000 land reform that saw white commercial farmers losing land took a knock on agricultural productivity. Zimbabwe, once regarded the breadbasket of Africa, lost this recognition. But this narrative could change with more young people growing interest in farming. Privileged Mushaniri in Zimbabwe compiled that report. Let's again head to Ghana to continue our debate with Isaac Aleji. Welcome back to Accra for the rest of the debate on how to get young people into agriculture in Africa. Let's not talk about what governments can do to support young people uh, to get into agriculture. Let me start first with you again, Adedo Lapo. I think getting young people into agriculture can be a game changer for the continent because we have the highest amount of arable land. We also have the highest population of young people. And when you bring these two together, we could do great things. I think first of all is to use more of ICTs. Like I said, use technologies, make it more attractive. Also, the use of social media or traditional media as well. How are we portraying what agriculture currently looks like? For most media houses, when they're talking about farming, you see an old man in tattered rags as the, the picture. And a young person thinks, no, I don't want that. And, you know, it, it just forms... Um, a very bad bias in their mind. So when we're portraying the pictures of hardworking farmers, you add young people, add women, let people see representation is important in media. I also think that governments, um, private institutions need to find a way of facilitating, you know, access to some of these inputs, credits, land acquisition. And also we need to hear the voices of the youth. They need to be more involved in... The government is having a lot of lands. Most governments have a lot of lands that they are not using currently. Farming 
is is one of the best ways to raise capital or raise money as an individual, which we feel a lot of the youth should come into. First of all, I think the government should reconsider I mean the agriculture sector because it's more like the government focuses more on other sectors and leave the agriculture sector behind. They, they should invest. They should invest. We know that money is there. They should invest. They should buy or get new machines, new technologies. I mean, all, all these things are there. It makes farming very, very interesting. It makes it very attractive. So I think if they should employ new ways, I mean, all these things, even young people like myself want to go into farming. But if I have somebody who is always in the office or something and you are telling me to just go to the farm and do all these things, I mean, it's, it doesn't look nice. Governments should make it a point to ensure that young people who are into agriculture are rewarded, those who are there and they are making it. We should reward them and they will make that known. That alone could be a point that can attract others to want to also take farming as a business. Governments should also come in to give a policy directives that will mandate financial institutions to invest percentage of their loan portfolios on agriculture. And that could also target young people or beginner farmers who want to go into farming. So I'm encouraging every young person who want to farm to not be scared by the risks. Uh, after all, not taking the risks alone is also a risk. After all, if you have your own business, it's the best way to go. Well, that'll be all for this debate. I want to thank my panelists for this interesting conversation. The takeaway message is many young people will love to get into agriculture with needed support and technology. And of course, doing so will create jobs and boost the economy. My panelists included Felix Apia, a farmer, Adedo Lapo Alabi, also a farmer, Gilbert Adentri, a student, and Charles Nyaba with the NGO Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana. My name is Isaac Kanleji in Accra, and I want to hand over back to Mimi in the studio. Wow, I had an amazing time listening to the debate there. Thank you so much, Isaac, and our today's panelists. If the debate inspired you in any way, you can always join the discussion on our DW Africa Facebook page. Here are some of the reactions we got on there. Libinus Bukish says that agriculture is the backbone of many African nations. It's just the laxity of our governments. The sector needs modernization, capital markets, incentive, and sensitization. We also have this reaction from Lockwell Tom. He says, rather than risking lives crossing international borders in search of better lives and opportunities, why not invest your time in something as simple as chicken farming or agriculture? And Kevin Agboten says that we don't have options. The government makes the rules. We only obey them because those in government are failures. The youths pay for the mistakes of fake politicians in Africa. What are your thoughts? Let us know them on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Well, that is all we had time for in this week's 77% show. You can listen to this program and previous editions on dw.com forward slash 77%. Do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash dwafrica where we have tons of videos covering various issues on young people on the continent. Until next time. 
My name is Mimi Mefo, and goodbye for now.